The Laws of Divorce, Chapter 6. Most of the discussion here will be about the appointment of agents. A woman may appoint an agent to receive the get, that's called a shliach kabbalah, a receiving agent, and when the receiving agent receives the get, the divorce is complete. The get must be appointed in the presence of two witnesses, and two witnesses must witness the receipt of the get. Two. Technically, witnesses are not necessary as long as the agent has the get, and the same is true if the woman has the get. The witnesses are necessary in case the get is lost or torn, and so therefore get should only be given in the presence of witnesses. Third halacha. A husband may not appoint an agent, a shliach, to receive the get, but he may appoint one to deliver it. The agent to deliver is called shliach Halacha. Fourth halacha. A woman is permitted to appoint a shliach to fetch the get from her husband. That is called a shliach hava. Neither shliach hava nor a shliach halacha must be appointed before witnesses. Fifth halacha. A woman is not divorced when the get reaches the hand of the shliach hava, the fetching agent. His job is merely to fetch it and bring it back to the woman. Sixth halacha. There are only five groups of people who are unable to be agents. They are non-Jews, servants, deaf-mutes, people of diminished mental capacity, and children. Seventh halacha, women and relatives may be appointed as agents. Even people who are disqualified from bringing testimony due to their violations of rabbinic commandments may be appointed as agents. Not so if they violated Torah commandments, however. Eighth halacha, if the status of the five aforementioned changes after they were appointed, for example, if a Gentile converts, the get is batal, someone who heard just fine and was appointed and then he became a deaf mute and then he regained his hearing. If he were to perform his agency, the get would be kosher. Ninth halacha, if a woman appointed an agent and told him, Take my get and keep it for me in your possession. She has appointed a shliach kabbalah, that is, someone whose receipt of the get completes the divorce. A minor, however, may not appoint a shliach kabbalah. Tenth halacha. If the wife appointed a shliach kabbalah, and the husband says, I don't want you to receive the get, rather, take this and bring it to her, he has that prerogative, and the shliach kabbalah becomes a shliach hava'ah, that is, he becomes a fetching agent instead of a receiving agent. Eleventh halacha. If she appoints an agent, and the agent states to the husband, I am a shliach kabbalah, that is, a receiving agent, and he says, bring this to her in whichever capacity she appointed you. And he brings her the get, and she says, you were a shliach hava, that is, a fetching agent. So the husband thought that she was a shliach kabbalah, and she is mevatel, that agency. So his receiving the get did not affect the divorce, and his giving it to her also did not affect the divorce. Tothalacha. However, if it was the reverse, if the agent told the husband, I am a shliach hava, and he brings the get back to her, and she says, you were a, sh- a shliach kabbalah, when he brings her the get, she is divorced. Thirteenth halacha. If the husband sends a get to the wife through a shliach, and she refuses to take it, she says, hold it, or I appoint you agent to receive it for me. Then the divorce is a suffix, and once she actually receives it, it will be binding. Fourteenth halacha. The same rules that apply to the husband actually giving it to the woman who receives it apply to her receiving it from a shliach. That is, that the witnesses to the transaction should read it first. And if they did not do so, and the get was thereafter lost, the status of the divorce would be in doubt. Fifteenth halacha. If the agent gave her the get in private, he should take it back and give it to her in front of witnesses. Sixteenth halacha. If the husband sends the get and then afterwards states that the get is batal, he can do that by telling her, he can do that by sending another shliach and telling her. If the get comes to her after that, the get is batal. However, once it is delivered to her, he can no longer nullify it. Seventeenth halacha. If the husband was attempting to find two witnesses to witness him nullifying the get, and in the meantime she received it, she is divorced and he can no longer nullify it. Eighteenth halacha. If the husband told ten people to write a get, he may nullify it in front of one of them, or in front of two other witnesses, even if those ten are not present. Nineteenth halacha. If the husband tells two witnesses, this get that I'm going to write for my wife is void, and then he has a get written and gives it to her, the divorce is void. He may place conditions on such nullification. For example, any get that that person writes for me is void. Any get that I write within the next twenty years is void. All of these conditions would hold. 20th halacha. In this case, the witnesses before the get was written would demand of the husband that he nullify any pre-existing conditions that would nullify this get. 
and the husband would say yes, and they would not allow him to leave until the get was actually given to his wife, out of concern that he may nullify it again. 21st halacha. If a husband sent a get through a shliach, and then he nullifies the shlichus, he has not nullified the get, and that means he can then use this get to divorce her later. But if he nullified the get, then the get would never be usable. 22nd halacha. The nullification of a get does not have to be precisely worded. Any language that nullifies the get is acceptable. 23rd halacha. However, statements that are simply false, like this is not a get, or this get is not effective, these statements would not nullify the get. They're just incorrect statements of fact. 24th halacha. 24th halacha kind of turns on a question of Hebrew grammar, but the basic gist of it is that some statements look like they could be present tense or past tense. So the statement get ze battle, that statement is confusing and there would be a question as to whether the get is nullified. 25th halacha. If the shliach returns and says, I could not find her or she did not want it, and he says something like, blessed be he who is good and does good, indicating that he's happy with this result, he has not nullified the get. 26 halacha. A man who sends a get through agents and then nullifies the get, he is given malchus, lashes, because he's created a circumstance in which she may marry while not technically divorced, thus creating potentially illegitimate children. 27th halacha. When the agent gives the get to the woman, it is not assumed that the get is battle, but if she later got married and it was determined that the get in fact was battle, that is that the husband nullified it, she would have to divorce the second husband, and any children that are conceived are illegitimate. 28th halacha. Similarly, we presume that the husband is alive when the get reaches the woman through agents, but if he is in his death throes when he sends the get, there is a question as to whether the divorce is proper, because it is possible that he died first. 29th halacha. The 29th halacha goes into more details about the prior halacha. And finally, the 30th halacha. A husband who sends a get to his wife through a shliach is still liable to support her and do the other things that he is required to do through the marriage contract until the get reaches her.